In this episode of Soul Zero Two, we're going to be asking the question, what is a paradigm and why you may need to change it. So let's let's dive in. Welcome to Soul Zero Two. I'm Lou Perez and it's so glad to be with you today. And we are going to be talking about paradigms. Why? Because of the time we're living in. There has been such a shift in our culture, both in just it, in everything we do. I mean, from from wearing masks to the way we interact, which is more digitally now versus face to face, which which can really have downsides because really we're made for contact. We're made for for face to face communication and uh, video doesn't always have nuance to it. You, you can't always experience the subtleties when you watch or communicate by video. So we're going to be talking about what is a paradigm and why you may need to change yours. And the times we live in are, are unprecedented in the way that uh, things are changing so quickly. And things that worked yesterday are not working today. And everyone is kind of scurrying to adapt to the new way of doing things from, from the face mask thing to, to the social distancing thing to, uh, to maybe how we're going to even do school in the future. And just when you thought that this, uh, this season we're in w would blow over in, in a couple of months, it's still here in a way. And there's so many after effects and there's so much fallout from this season from the protests that are happening to the violence and all these things. Uh, but first, what is a paradigm this morning? A paradigm, uh, think about it this way. Think about a pair of glasses and or magnifying glasses or a telescope or binoculars, if you prefer. And when you put them on your face, and let's say that the lens in them were tinted red, when you look through them, how does the world look? What color will the world be? Well, the world's going to be red. What if you change that lens to blue? Well, then when you look through it, the whole world is blue. And so a paradigm, in a sense, works through the same way. It's a conscious or unconscious way of thinking. Uh, it is what we assume is true about the things around us. It is the way we think the world works. And we tend to take these things for granted, just the way we take our eyeglasses for granted. We just throw them on and don't think about it. We just see through them and that's it. And that's how the world is. And a paradigm works in this way. And when a paradigm shifts, when it changes, is when we change our glasses to another shade or another kind of glasses. And we begin seeing the world in a different way than we did before. And this has been very, very difficult, especially for the older ones who just don't like change because the older you are, who likes change, right? And think about 9-11 when that happened. Before 9-11, security was porous. It was, it was not as strict as it was after 9-11. And the way we viewed the world, the way we viewed like the Middle East changed forever. And when the pandemic hit of, of 2020, uh, it started maybe December 20th of 2019, uh, and and slowly, you know, began to to mushroom in our, our own country. The way that the world thought about germs and closeness and communication suddenly shifted. 
that's what I mean by a paradigm shift. The way we look at things changes. And shifting paradigms come at a great cost in the sense of that the way I used to do things doesn't work anymore. So in a way, there's a death to the old ways because as much as they worked in the old times, they don't work now. And as an example, in the Bible, you know, the Israelites, they say that a whole generation died in the desert because they refused to change their old ways. They still had Egypt on their mind, and they had never really mentally left Egypt. Even though God wanted to give them a new country, he says, I can't give them a new country. They, they haven't left. So he gave it to their children's generation because they were ready for change. Because the younger you are, change is easier. And the only way a new paradigm works is if the old one goes away. You can't have both. That's why a change in perspective always means that the older perspective stops or goes away. And here's another example. Joshua in the Bible, he was the, the uh, protege of Moses. Moses had mentored him, and Joshua had the highest respect for him. Moses dies, and God in his abrupt way, this is the way God looks at paradigms, in his very abrupt way, and almost seemingly unkind way, tells Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. So imagine what Joshua must have felt like. You would think God would put your, his arm around your shoulder and say, well, I'm so sorry he died and all these things. But God had to shock Joshua out of his old paradigm, out of his old way of thinking thing, the way things work, and into a new way of, of thinking. And Joshua had replaced Moses as leader, and now he had to learn the new paradigm of what that looks like. But also, shifting paradigms don't make any sense. And what do I mean by that? And we're only going to deal with this today because we're going to have another part next time about how to change your paradigm. But shifting paradigms don't make sense in, in this way. When changing paradigms come, they feel like a senseless disaster has crashed in on you. Have you ever noticed that when a disaster happens, a physical disaster like a hurricane or a tornado or something awful, something tragic, all of a sudden, a person's world changes forever. And all the old ways of thinking, all the comfortable, perfect life, all of a sudden went out the window. And the dangerous thing about a disaster is that it is not logical, it's not merciful, it's not organized, it's not planned. It just happens, and we have to deal with it. We have to pick up the pieces of that. And it is a fact that 99% of us don't wake up in the morning and say, wow, my life is changing, I'm going to create a step-by-step -step guide on how to change my paradigm. Most of us don't do that because change is thrust upon us and we have to kind of muddle through and figure this out step-by-step step and make mistakes and fall on our faces until we get it right. And that's why change is so difficult. The only thing that makes sense is that you know that something has to shift. Have you, have you ever noticed that, that maybe you were in a, in a season in your life where you said, you know what? I don't know what's happening. All I know is that what is working, what used to work rather, doesn't work anymore. And something has to change. If it doesn't change, then we're going to have problems. And this is the way paradigms work. Paradigms kind of, they begin with a small tickle at the back of your brain that something is off, something, something is not working. Then they slowly but surely thrust themselves upon you. Now, it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes it's just thrust upon you mercilessly and you have to change immediately. 
like when someone has a life-changing physical event that forever changes the way that, that they live. That is a, a forced paradigm shift. But there's a question I want to ask today, and maybe you could make comments uh, on this on this post, but why is it so hard to change our paradigm? Why do we grow so fond of the way things are? Why do we grow so comfortable and so set in our ways? And I've even seen young people become set in their ways. I've seen 20-somethings kind of criticize teenagers and say, oh, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They're, they got it all wrong. And then you see the teenagers criticizing the 20-somethings and saying, well, they don't know what they're doing. Um, but why is it so hard to change? And the older you get, it's, it's even more difficult. The first answer is this, because by nature, we all hate change. It, it is embedded in us that we do not like change. And Mark Twain put it beautifully. I can't think of any better way to put it. He said, the only person who likes change is a wet baby. Think about it. Why does a baby want change? Because their diapers are wet. And this is a sign that our paradigm needs to shift. Human nature is to wait to the very last minute until the most uncomfortable, the most intolerable situation happens, until our pain exceeds our comfort level, and then we'll change. That's how we are. Most of us are like that, right? And we're in a season where our diapers, in a sense, have become wet and unpleasant, and we need to embrace the change, whatever it is. Now, we, we, we don't have to agree with the change, but uh, there are some things we have to change. And it's amazing how when people, even going back to work, it has changed. There's just a new atmosphere. There's a different, there's a weird feeling about it. And we have to learn how to integrate that into our lives if we're going to get along, if we're going to move forward. It doesn't mean you have to agree with the politics behind it. Of course you don't. But change will be thrust upon us one way or another. But how do we know when it's time to change our paradigm? Because we talked about what is a paradigm, but how do you know you have to change it? Well, maybe the first thing we can look at is this. When the old paradigm no longer works, that's the obvious reason. When no matter how much you try, no matter how much you've mastered it and, and you try it again, it just doesn't seem to work. And Thomas Kuhn was the man who, who invented the word paradigm. And he said this, and I have to paraphrase it because he kind of said it in a very kind of wordy way, but this is the essence of what he said. Paradigm shifts become necessary when the previous paradigm becomes so full of holes and patchwork fixes that a complete overhaul, which was once feared, now appears as a lifeline. Did you catch that word lifeline? That's when you know you need to change, where you realize if I don't change, I'm going to die. If I don't change, I'm going to die on the inside. I'm going to forever be this person, and I don't want to be this person stuck where I am uh, emotionally or, or mentally or, or, or physically. And so I have to change. And so even though I hate that change, that lifeline, I got to grab a hold of it so that I'll change. So does this sound like the time we're living in? We're, we are months into this pandemic and some people have kind of moved on and said, you know, I'm over it. I, I've heard people say that I'm, I'm over the whole mask thing. I'm, I'm over, you know, A, B, and C. But does this sound like the, the, the season we're living in? Now, Jesus, again, since, since our goal here is to 
breathe life back into the Christian, right? Uh, to to uh, encourage them and, and put oxygen back into their life. I always like to bring it back to what the Bible says about these things. Jesus had his own way of talking about paradigms. Instead of hating your enemies, he said, love them. If someone hits you, offer them the other cheek. If someone steals your cloak, offer them your other cloak. And what was he doing there? He was changing the way religion is done, the way, the way someone who says, I follow God, he's changing it. He's saying, this is what it really means. It's not all of these rules and regulations. It's how you treat your fellow man and how you relate to God. And Jesus also talked about changing paradigms in this way. In Matthew 9.16, he said, No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old cloak, for the patch pulls away from the cloak, and a worse tear is made. Then he talks about wineskins when he says, Neither is new wine poured into old wine, old wineskins. Otherwise, the skins burst, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved. So imagine the fresh wineskin being the way that you think, a new way of thinking. And the old wineskin is your old way of thinking. And this is what Jesus meant by that that when we, when we come to Christ, the first thing that has to change is our thinking. There's a scripture in Romans 12, 2 that says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What is salvation? It's not just saving your, your, the immaterial part of you, your soul, but God changes the way, the very way that you think so that the way you look at your past changes, the way that you look at your pain changes, the way that you relate to people changes, the way that you see yourself also changes. So this is the first part of, of a two-part two part session of, of, of paradigms. And maybe you are going through a paradigm shift yourself. Well, I'd like to encourage you and, and, and just ask you, you know, leave a comment. What is your paradigm shift? What is changing your life? What is shifting your life? What is... What is uh, what is happening in the sense that that you that you uh, are struggling with, maybe, or, or you're saying, you know what, this thing I used to do that worked so well suddenly isn't working anymore. Shout back to us on that. L let us know what, what what you're thinking on that. Maybe what you're experiencing, because in my own life, I've seen how I've had a change. Uh, I started this podcast this year, uh, the video portion, but. I was on audio since last year, and I realized that my paradigm had a shift from just audio to video because I want to connect with people on YouTube and just put our message out there and encourage people and help them. And so I want to uh, encourage you to to uh, support our channel and, and just uh, partner with us. Check our website, soul02.com. We have a great YouTube channel that we're trying to build up and subscribe and get to know us. And, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And so until next time, thanks so much for listening and God bless.